0: Hey, this is TJ Perkins, and you're listening to ROH Cast by ROHWorld.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of ROH Cast. My name's Harry. I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHWorld.com. Today, I'm here with Stephen, who's also the other co-owner and the editor of the website.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Uh, John is not with us this week. Um, he is no showed, and uh, <laughs> therefore be deducted several points in our. Uh, points prediction things for the events, but um, I'm sure John will be back next week.
1: That's a polite way of saying he's been future endeavoured. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Good luck in your future uh, future endeavours, Yeah, John. you can head to a
0: tnaworld.com um, <laughs> instead. Uh, okay, this week we're going to talk about the latest uh, Ring of Honor TV show, we're going to preview Survival of the Fittest, and talk about the latest news and spoilers. Um, we'll begin with the TV show, which aired on October 5th. Uh, the show began with Jim Cornette coming out to the ring and announcing that Eddie Edwards will face Davy Richards for the world title at Final Battle, uh, which I'm sure many of you already knew. Um, Eddie Edwards then came out and did a promo about um, he's got a new trainer, um, Mystery Trainer Steven. Any ideas? I don't
1: know. No, I have no idea.
0: Could be Brutal Bob. Um, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know if they're going to make that into a, a storyline there. Like, who is his trainer and maybe he'll show up or something? Do you think that's actually yeah, going to go be- anywhere?
1: Or... Yeah, I'm sure it'll go somewhere. I don't know if. I'm sure they wouldn't know. have
0: mentioned it if they didn't have, like,
1: some, yeah, some plan. There's... I was thinking, like, I don't know how that would tie because he's not a trainer, but maybe that's probably a, a way they could bring Shane Haggard on back, because maybe not as a trainer, but oh, maybe he could yeah, say that like, he's got a new they'd... manager as well. If because they really want him back. Well, <laughs> he's on the roster page, isn't he? And although I'd, I've never really been a big fan of his, and I don't really see what he does, but he's always been with. You know, with uh, successful people. I mean, he was with the Wolves when they were tag champs, and then he went to the uh, the Kings. Yeah, the Kings. So he's he's got a good yeah, pedigree, and uh, true. yeah, especially if Edwards does turn heel, well, I think a manager wouldn't wouldn't be uh, would be a bad idea, idea. Yeah. especially especially a manager who's got history between the two as well. I think that mm, it'd make more
0: sense than someone random, so to speak, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna. I don't think they could say that he was the trainer, but. Um, <laughs> Maybe, I, I was going to say maybe like Nigel, but then I'm not sure how that would tie in with, with David, really, because I know, obviously, um, Nigel sort of came to uh, Eddie's... Well, he saved Eddie, didn't he, when the House of Trivia beat him up, so... Mm. But, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's yeah, an intriguing one, and as you said, I'm sure they'll... It's going to go
0: somewhere, isn't yeah,
1: it? Yeah, it'll go somewhere, because they, they wouldn't have mentioned it, and he wouldn't have made a big deal out of it if it wasn't, if yeah. it
0: wasn't anywhere. Hmm... Um. The champ himself, David Richards, then come out as well and uh, to respond to Eddie's promo. Um, there was a little hint of Eddie turning heel here, where um, I can't remember the exact quote. It was something about when the cha- um, fans used to chant "Next World Champ" at um, the American Wall, saying it was for him and not Davey.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think they did that before, didn't they? Before Best in the World, there were there were
0: they were, they were teasing.
1: Strong. Yeah, they've teased it before. They've, they do it quite well Ring the running. I thought with the heel uh, turns, they. Uh, I mean they did it with Steam for ages before he actually turned on generica. They Yeah, they they do it well and I mean because they don't do it all the time because like some other companies it actually keeps you you know, keeps you second guessing sort of thing. Yeah. I mean I I don't see any other way than than one of them turning here and at the moment. I mean I don't see I don't think there's any point in turning turning David because they've given him the battle and they want him to be the face of the company and Mm. I think yeah, I definitely think Eddie uh, will be turning here. And as you said, the seeds it's, have been planted with that little comment there
0: in this mystery yeah. of trainer as well.
1: Yeah, and obviously, I think it's been, is it Glorana 10? The, um, that Edwards is going to face Cole O'Reilly? Uh, mm, yeah. And I think it was at the tag, was it a tag lottery when he he faced, I know the Wolves faced Future Shot, didn't they? And, um, Edwards, I think, got, O'Reilly in the Achilles lock and he, he sort of refused to let it go and mm, I know Xavier yeah. was really annoyed with that so was, yeah the, the seeds have been planted for a, for a hill turn and uh be interesting to what, see where it goes definitely yeah I think that's what everybody's to, everybody's expecting that mm. um,
0: after the match we then had a recap of Eddie Edwards versus Michael Elgin um, a couple of weeks ago and we then cut to backstage with sort of Martini you know sort of shouting down um elgin for his last saying that he cost uh, roderick the world title um what do you think of that little segment with uh truth martini
1: i quite liked it i mean i've really liked truth martini actually like well i've liked them all, all the house of truth have been really good since the mm. start of tv show i know we talked about roderick strong quite a lot last week but i think they've all yeah they've all been really good so far um before what, what was before that sorry what before the you know, before the truth martini sort of segment, what happened? Yeah. Oh yeah the um They recapped the Yeah, the recap. I think we said it before that I think they go a bit overboard on the recap. It wasn't needed but... that recap, was it? They no, could have I mean, just I, had the martini segment. I think they should have mentioned it because I like the way they sort of they were building up the match as if like it was Eddie's you know, the start of Eddie's come back to the title sort of thing. Mm. I like that I like the way they sort of put importance on the match and yeah, to reference to, it, I thought you know go for it, but yeah, to, to waste you know thirty seconds or a minute on there, uh, especially when you know with
0: the show started with the promo, you think you'd want to get to the next,
1: <clears throat> get yeah, to the next it match. it took a while like. to get to the first match, didn't it? Mm. I know we've been critical of. Uh, I mean, I think one of the other episodes was, was like that. It took yeah a quarter of an hour just to get into the first match, and uh, yeah, for an out for you know for a fifty-minute show, it's quite a bit of a, a, bit, a bit of, of a waste, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Um, the, we then got to the first match of the evening, which was Michael Elgin versus Shilo Jones. I believe that's right. Um, it was similar to the um, Champa match from the week before. It was a match you know designed to put El- Elgin over. Um, it wasn't like the stereotypical squash match where Elgin completely dominated him. He did m- mainly, but was still um, Jones did get some offense in. Um, I thought this match was okay. I didn't think it was as good as, good as the Champa sort of squash match from the week before. Um, what did you think of it?
1: Yeah, I mean, for, for a squash match, I thought it it was decent. I like the way, even though they are sort of using them as basically a match to put over one of the guys, that they're not really, you know, it's not a, a really bad squash match. that's sort mm. of, it's, you know, it's over I mean, over in ten seconds or something stupid like that. They are they are sort of competitive, which I think you know is it, it's better than them just having Alan going there hit the power bomb and walk out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as you say, yeah, it, it, wasn't, you know, it wasn't a brilliant match, but it served a purpose, so uh, yeah, it did its job.
0: Mm. Uh, we then got to my highlight of the of the night, which was uh, <laughs> this week's Inside <laughs> Alright segment, um, which was uh, all about Kevin Steen, and they're actually mentioning one air now. Um, after last week where Cornet said, if you're not happy, Steen, sue me. Um, Kevin Steen literally did that and uh, sent a video into ROH, which was him in a lawyer's office. By...
1: And the, the finest finest lawyers from the Louisville area. <laughs> yes, the finest ones around.
0: Um, and he did uh, quite a good promo, actually, um, saying about uh, Carino and Jacobs and how he's doing things uh, Cornet's way by suing him and doing what he asked. Um, but there was the magical thing <laughs> that was the expressions on the lawyers' faces. Uh, during Steen's promo they cut to the lawyers like several times and they pulled some of the greatest expressions <laughs> I've ever seen on television. Um...
1: <laughs> the thing is, I'm not sure that they actually meant it to be funny. No. Because it was it was a serious promo and I think they just, they wanted them to look like, they. I don't know if they wanted to look menacing, but <laughs> they just looked completely stupid. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen on a, on a, on a wrestling show, I think. It was, it was. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was by accident because...
0: I just find it hilarious. Um, I think it it sort of did take away from the promo, in a way. They could I have just had... The promo on.
1: itself, I mean, I'm sure... The promo I, itself was good, it was just... Yeah, it was good. I think someone else noted this as well, though, but the way he's coming across is... It's sort of, he's not really... You know, he's not really a heel. The way he's coming across, it's sort of... He's, you know, he's not... I don't know, he's just... he's, You know, he's supposed to be a heel. He's supposed to be, you know, the anti christ of Yeah. And he's just coming across as just sort of, I don't know. And how much he liked Ring of Honor and how much he wants. Yeah, to Yeah, and how I much mean, she loved it. And he's, I don't know if they've had to tone it down because of the TV show because some of the stuff he said before about you know especially Best in the World when, <laughs> you know he just sort of said screw you all. Yeah. It's just a bit you know a, a massive change. Unless
0: it's there. just you know him pretending like he's doing things Cornet's way trying yeah, to like, maybe back yeah. in or something. I just, but I see what, I see what you mean yeah. But mm, I, I think, I think, think it could lawyers, have
1: been go on, go on, sorry that's right I, I, I think it could have been a bit stronger, but yeah the, the lawyers definitely made that made that well in a way.
0: way, they added to it because they made it so funny, but <laughs> then they took away from sort of the seriousness of the um, of the promo. I
1: was reading on Twitter actually some guy I don't I think he writes for a web some wrestling website and he he did like a report of the show mm-hmm. and apparently the guy who's one of the the lawyers I think it was the ball guy, he actually emailed him. I don't know what he said, but I know Steen asked for like a copy of the email. That's brilliant. We should get them on the show. I mean, it had to be a video podcast. The, the ball guy is actually a wrestler in OVW. So...
0: Oh. Oh, okay.
1: I mean, the rest didn't look like wrestlers, but <laughs> especially that fat guy with the beard sat down,
0: and sort of rubbing his hands. <laughs> and what was that guy in the corner, sort of chewing his chewing gum, looking down, all smug? That was. They just picked like the random bunch of characters I've ever and seen. And the two Asian guys who just
1: looked like. They're they looking just, at each other all the time. They look like they just got a map from the street and they didn't have a clue what they were doing there, what, why they were there. They were just so confused. It was just brilliant. Everything about it was just brilliant.
0: If you haven't seen this, uh, listeners, just try and find it somewhere. Um, perhaps we can it's put easy. a photo of the lawyers on our website.
1: Oh, I've, The infamous photo that... We might
0: have to get that up on our, on our website. Yeah, Stephen uh, created a sort of a montage of all of their expressions, and even Kevin Steen liked it. So uh... Maybe
1: you can put it at the, the bottom of the report or something.
0: Yeah, we'll put it on the podcast post, actually, the image of all the lawyers, so you can see uh, how amazing it Kevin is. Kevin Steen gave it
1: five stars. So... Yes,
0: five stars. You know, it's good. It's <laughs> recommended. <laughs> we then got to the second half of this week's Inside ROH, which is a promo by Mike Bennett about the um, time limit draw with Jay Lethal a couple of weeks ago. Um, he said that he didn't run away. Um, he re- refused to um, continue the match because of the dodgy referee, um, Todd Sinclair. Um, Todd Sinclair basically said that the match was called right down the middle. He didn't really care if Bennett had a problem with it or not. Um, what did you think of Mike Bennett and uh, dashingly brutal Bob Evans? I thought
1: it was a, a decent promo. um I mean, it wasn't wasn't great, but it served its you know it did its job really. Yeah, uh, it sort
0: of explained why because I remember when it, the show aired originally, we were a bit confused as to why he just walked out when yeah. he got shot, But I suppose it's just put a, a spin on it and get some more heat as well.
1: Yeah, I like the way they brought Todd Sinclair as well. Good old fat pants.
0: Yeah, um, interview with him on rhrworld.com. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's sort of about the um, he he didn't stop the match or something, but Lethal didn't want to quit and. I liked it. It served a good purpose, I think. Yeah,
1: and I like, he said that he didn't want Sinclair to be ref, like he didn't want Sinclair to referee any of his, any of his matches, did he?
0: Yeah, he said that he's going to get a TV top shot, which will probably be at Final Battle. So
1: maybe Brutal Bob can don the referee's jersey for uh, for Mike Bennett's matches. Yeah, and that'd be uh, good to see. I think he's a world class manager and he was a world class wrestler, so he'd be a world class referee, wouldn't he? <laughs> Definitely.
0: Uh, We then had a recap of the uh, main event of last week between Ornard Express and the Briscoes. um, Another lengthy recap, probably um, not needed really, because we just had the Inside ROH segment and then we went to another sort of video package, probably not really needed to be honest. Um, We then got um, a promo by Cornette who was explaining the Proving Ground concept. Um, I wouldn't say this was (laughs) needed either to be honest, I might just be being a bit picky, um, but... Couldn't they have just had Kevin Kelly or someone explain the rules before the match started? And
1: yeah, even like an on-screen graphic. Like, they had an on-screen graphic, but they could have done that without Cornette there, really, couldn't I they? I mean,
0: he did put some things behind it, saying about how important they are. It can be anyone from the wrestling world, and the champion can't go and defend the belt 40 times a year or something. But, I mean, it wasn't really needed when, you know, they've only got an hour slot. No, it
1: wasn't. I, I do like the Proving Ground concept, though. I mean,
0: Yeah, I do like that as well, yeah.
1: I mean, as Cornette said, I mean it's not believable to have, you know, have champions sort of defended. defend their title at every single event because, mm. yeah, you know, people, you know, Ring of Honor sort of stress how important and how, you know, well regarded the, the belts are. So yeah, you know, they're trying to make it as if it really means something to get a title shot, which I think is good. Um, mm. it was quite. I mean, it's quite similar. Well, not similar, but it's the same sort of thing as the, um. Oh, what was it called? The pick six, uh, pick six series that they introduced when Cornet first, oh yeah, first return. Oh, <clears throat> I wasn't really a, a massive fan of that, but I, 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 did like the way it sort of, um, you know, it, it gives these sort of matches more importance because if it was just a non-title match, then
0: yeah, yeah that's that's it's,
1: sometimes it's hard to get, get behind them, and um, you know these sort of matches as well. They, you know, it, any anybody can beat them. I mean, uh, anybody can win them. Sorry, so. Um, yeah, it gives an unpredictability to the match, and uh, mm. yeah, I, I definitely uh, definitely like the concept.
0: They're really getting behind it as well because they've announced um, a couple for the Southern Defiance shows, and they've announced a few others as well. So they're definitely going behind the um, the concept.
1: Yeah, I first think it's an easy way to to get put you know, importance to, get to a match.
0: Yeah, get fans yeah, behind get, it. And...
1: Yeah, put a good match together, and you say put more importance behind it, and really, uh, you know, give a guy a chance, and people can get behind that, and. Uh, yeah, it's a yeah. I'm glad they've, uh, they've come up with that because it's a yeah, it's a good
0: idea. Mm. Uh, we then got to the main event of the week, which was Wrestling's greatest Tag Team versus Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. Um, it was another proving ground match as we just discussed. Um, overall, I wasn't really a fan of this match. There was a few sort of botch spots. Um, it took a while to sort of get going. Um, I didn't really get behind Coleman and Alexander. You know, they're a new team. I've never seen them before. You think they would have done something to sort of get the fans behind them but they just worked on his knee for ages and then the finish was not, had nothing to do with the knee and um yeah that, it got, i oh,
1: didn't really i didn't really get that the way this they i think it was alexander they went after his left leg and mm. so and obviously they were sort of building up the heart of pain and then they just they did all that they did all that work which is good but they're not to even bother you. it. No payoff sure, for it. I'm not sure he even used the house of pain once. So. No, he didn't.
0: No, even Nigel on commentary said, you know, we could be seeing the house of pain here. Yeah. But he never used he even, it.
1: Maybe they thought that it was going to end in the house of pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just sort of.
0: But yeah. Another thing about the commentators, they didn't really put Coleman and Alexander over. I mean, there was a comment by Nigel saying that he hadn't, they hadn't proved anything to him, which I agree with. I wasn't impressed at all with that team, to be honest. I might be being a bit critical, but. They didn't stand out from this match and go, wow, I'd really like to see more of these guys.
1: I don't think they did, but I, as I, you discussed earlier, I don't think the commentators, I don't think their job is to really say that. I think they should be getting behind them. I, I know Nigel sort of just says it how he sees it, doesn't he? But, yeah. Uh, hmm. Even Kevin Kelly was like really critical of them, and I just I just thought it was killing them a bit, to be honest. And I, I did feel a bit sorry for them, because... They they were just sort of getting buried as they <laughs> as they <laughs> they tried to sort of make a name for themselves.
0: Yeah, they didn't get a good reaction. Were they supposed to be heels because they got booed when they got introduced? So
1: I, I don't, don't know. If, so, no, I, don't I, I don't think
0: don't... putting them against Hart and Benjamin was necessarily the right move to sort of. No,
1: maybe over. not for their first uh, no their first TV. Mm. Especially without even much build-up. I mean, they had the promo last week, which was pretty poor.
0: Which we talked about last week. You couldn't yeah. even
1: hear the Cedric Alexander promo, but. And the thing with, I don't know if if you saw that, but Caprice Coleman just seemed to when he moved, he just I don't, he must be just the way he moved. He just moved really weirdly. Like, he <laughs> always looked really awkward when he was like when he was running. Some of the
0: yeah, I think I sort of know what you mean. Like going up against the, guy, when the ropes,
1: and he just yeah, I, I, that it didn't flow, did it? The... No, it was like, a yeah, lot. same. It was just very stop and start and with the the submissions as well. I mean, mm. it wasn't you know a very long match, and and say but when they go th- that to that extreme of working on the leg and really pointing it out, and then they don't use it, it was just a bit of a waste. And
0: yeah, I didn't like the finish. They used some
1: sort of double power bomb, and then but and then some, they, they they said that was, was called... the wrestling's greatest finisher, when Which I'm sure it isn't. It's... It was the. I can't. Remember, what's the other one they use? They use another one, don't they?
0: Yeah, because as soon as he called it the Wrestling's great's finisher, I swear that's not what it was. Like the
1: first. No, it, was it wasn't. It was definitely different. I can't remember, remember what the, what they, what they used. The other one. Um, mm,
0: I think they should have either done the house of pain or the um, the other tag move that they do. They did it to um, uh, one of. The t- oh, the leap of faith one. Yeah, that one. They should have won with that or the house of pain. Really, It just seemed like the way they just held him up and taunted, and just threw him down. It just didn't seem. I know it probably sounds like we have been overcritical but it's just that we've you know over the weeks we've expected such a high quality of main events and then this one comes along and it just seems a bit sort of compared to the others. I mean it wasn't awful but it's just
1: you know Oh no it wasn't an awful match. But no it just,
0: it's just compared to what we've had. I yeah think.
1: as you say when when I mean as a TV match it was it was decent but as you say when you are I mean every single main event so far has been really good and mm. this is this in my opinion's probably been the weakest of of them all. Yeah
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean overall, I mean, we normally do a recap sort of our of our opinions. I would say this is probably one of the weaker shows. Um it took a while for the first match to start and then it you know, it wasn't that impressive the first match, and then there's a bit of a gap, but it took a while for the main event to start and even that sort of failed to deliver. So I was a bit disappointed overall. I mean, what what do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree. I thought I thought it didn't really flow. The uh you know, the, the show didn't really it, it just didn't seem to be in any order. It just seemed to be loads of different segments sort of thrown together.
0: Mm, I uh, mean, last week we praised how it flowed so well with the yeah, three I matches. And I was expecting that sort of thing to follow on, that sort of three-match um, schedule. But
1: well, I, th- I think they could have because the Elgin and Jones match wasn't... I mean, it was about as long as the Champa match was, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. So, I mean, I think they could have easily just stuck another match in the middle. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I don't think it flowed as well as others. Um but yes, I mean saying that it, it, it was, you know, it was a decent show. It's I Still enjoyable, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed uh, probably all of the others, but um, you know
0: more. Mm. Yeah. Hopefully, they'll get back on track next week and uh, get back to the standard they've not they've been the weeks before.
1: Yeah, I'm sure
0: they will. Um, so I believe that wraps up the October fifth TV show. We're now going to um, do a preview of um, Survival of the Fittest, which takes place on November eighteenth. Um, There's also Glory by Honor 10 on November 19th, which we're going to preview next week when um, more matches have been confirmed. Uh, Last week we uh, debuted this sort of points prediction system uh, amongst the RH World staff, and we invite listeners to do the same as well. Basically, we allocate confidence points to each match, saying who we think is going to win. So, in the example here, there's six matches, and you can use the numbers 1 through 6 each (laughs) once. and <laughs> this is really difficult to explain you give six points to the match you're most confident in for example if it was Mike Bennett versus Grizzly Redwood you'd give that the full six points because you're guaranteed Bennett's going to win and with another match you're not sure you'd only give one point for the winner because you know you're not too sure who's going to win that one I hope that explains it and um, we might have to do an article um, that summarises this just to clear it all up um, hopefully as we go through it now it sort of make more sense and uh, oh before we actually do preview it um, we did a prediction for the Collinsville show and uh, we have the, I have the results with me right here in third place is me with 29 points uh, Stephen you got 30 points and John who is not here who has been future endeavoured <laughs> um, <laughs> got the full 36 points for getting every single
1: match correct but has since been docked 10 points for no showing yes, today's
0: podcast. yes so he's so down, he's down on
1: 26
0: down to 26 for not being on this week so uh <laughs> it's all all even he's not winning this time
1: but yeah we'll definitely get an, an ask on the site just explain it all and that way hopefully some of uh the listeners can uh
0: yeah, I mean, there's still plenty of time for Survival of the Fittest, so after you've heard us make our predictions, do the same sort of thing, and uh, we'll keep a leaderboard of the the listener's scores, and then we'll give a prize out after a few months, a DVD or something like that.
1: Or something else that's...
0: That was bleaked out last week, which we Yeah, to. <laughs> we can't
1: uh, reveal I'm afraid. Uh... <laughs> okay, the,
0: the first match I've got written down here is... Uh, the Champions Challenge Tag Team Match, which is Davy Richards teaming up with Jay Lethal to take on Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team. Now, this one I'm really not sure because you know it's all the champions, so it, there's no sort of clear who, who's going to win here because they're all sort of the best at the you know best in the tag team and the, and the best overall. Davy Richards. So I've just given it just one point to Davy and Lethal here. How about you?
1: Um, I've given it two points uh, for World well, Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team. Uh, I... It was just a, a bit of a guess, to be honest. I was, yeah, it could go either way, really. Yeah, I mean, I'll just say that because I mean, I, I don't think Davy could... You know, I don't think a, a loss is going to hurt him. And I think if they were going to lose, I think Lethal would probably pick up the, the loss. But then, if you look at it, I mean... Lethal's undefeated. Yeah, that's another thing. and. I was thinking of interference. Maybe the Briscoes could get involved,
0: um, or time you... limit draw if they
1: really want to do that. I mean, uh, no, I don't think they'll do that. I and, hope not, anyway. But, um, but then maybe, maybe uh, Bennett could get involved and sort of interfere. Yeah, because they've
0: all got you know feuds going on, so any of those people could interfere. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I don't, I just, I don't see how one team's going to go clean over the other. Um, I think they've set themselves up here with a difficult task of getting out of it. Yeah, because <laughs> it's going to be. The, well, I don't know if it'll be the main event. It probably won't, will it? Um, no, it'll probably but, be before the final. The uh, so that, that could get away with a, an interference, really. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd expect some interference. I, would probably, I'd guess at the Briscoes. So I'm, I'm going to say, wrestling's greatest tag team to win that one and two more.
0: <laughs> Wait, win with interference from the Briscoes. Well, if oh, they get win
1: by DQ. Yeah, win by DQ. Oh. If they get if they get attacked, they're going to win, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. Or it'll be no contest, which. In which case, I should still get the points. Because <laughs> I've, I've said what's going to happen.
0: let so. uh, the <laughs> we get to the um, five qualifiers for the survival of the fittest tournament. Uh, the winners of these five matches will then compete. Is it a six-man
1: elimination match or one fall? Um, I believe it's an um, uh, an elimination match.
0: Okay, and then the winner of that will receive a ROH World title shot in the future. Uh, the first qualifier is Roderick Strong versus Rhett Titus. Um, I've given four points here to Roderick Strong, just because the way he's been sort of built up recently, he's sort of got his renewed character, um, I think he's really improved, you know, on a mic and his sort of character, so I'm pretty confident here that Roderick's going to get the win, so four points.
1: Um, yeah, I've also given that four for Roderick Strong, I think, as you say, I think, especially the way they've built him up on TV show, um, you know, towards final battle, I think he'll be getting a few wins on the Riz bout to sort of give him a bit of momentum. Now, Rhett Tars and Kenny King are going to go for the tag team title. So, a singles loss against one of the stronger guys in the, in the company is not going to affect him. So, yeah, yeah I, I fully expect Strong to win that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got uh, Eddie Edwards versus Mike Bennett. Now, this one was quite difficult because just of the push that Bennett's been getting recently... I remember before they announced these matches, we were pretty confident that Bennett was, you know, possibly going to win. But the fact he's against Eddie Edwards makes me think, you know, otherwise. So I've gone um, three points for Edwards here.
1: No, oh, I've gone for exactly the same. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're going to end up getting the same amount of points, probably quite none you yeah, know, non at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really thought Bennett was going to win in Collinsville and end yeah, up being generic. So based on that, I'm going to go for Edwards. <laughs> But um, yeah, as you said, I just don't. I mean, I, I thought Bennett would at least get to the, the final match, but
0: mm.
1: yeah, I just don't see Ed As you, you know, Edwards is going to come up to a, you know, a title match soon, and him losing to Mike Bennett wouldn't look good, would it? So, no, no. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to say Eddie Edwards for that one.
0: Uh, with yeah. Uh, we then got to uh, the Briscoes which is the Bravados. So uh, both, whichever team wins, both members will get to the uh, the six round match in the final. Um, I'm pretty confident here, so I've given the full six points, you know, the maximum amount to the Briscoes here. I can't see them losing to the
1: Bravados. I've gone for five points, so at least we've got a bit of variation on the points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for the Briscoes. Um, I think the only way that 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 could be, you know, in favour of the Bravados is. A, there is no way of, <laughs> some sort of interference. I don't know from the was you know was greatest tag team, but but I can't see you know wrestling's great tag team doing that as more. No I can't. But that's probably the only way the Brazo got a good chance of winning. But mm.
0: uh, we then have a four-way match, uh, which is Kenny King versus Michael Elgin versus Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa. Now this one is really difficult because I originally thought that Ciampa was going to get through to the final, but by having him in this four-way match, it's a way for him to get. Um, to lose without being pinned to keep his um, undefeated streak so I've gone with Kenny King for two points
1: here I've gone for Michael Elgin with one point, one um, point. yeah I mean I, you could really say any of these four guys to win mm-hmm. uh, I think as you say, I think this would be a, not a cheap way but an easy way for for Champa to sort of get out of it without suffering a, a loss because yeah. I know that he's lost before in a uh, four corner survival, and because he didn't actually get pinned, it doesn't you know, count he on the street. Yeah, it yeah. didn't count against the street, and because I don't, I don't think he's ready to win the whole thing. No, um, but I th- yeah, I think they're really building up the, the undefeated streak, so they'll they'll stay with that. Um, Adam Cole, you know, he's he's really good, but I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he's got enough for the uh... enough momentum
0: yet to get yeah. to the uh, not as a, not as a single star anyway, but enough momentum to get to that
1: final um Kenny King so the same as Titus really i think that you know they're so focused on the, the tag team aspect that you know singles loss isn't going to really affect them so based on the you know how much the house truth has sort of been built up on the on the TV show and I think algin had really uh you know, really add something to the, to the the final on there in one point okay
0: the the uh the last uh, qualifier is Kyle O'Reilly versus Andy Right-Leg Ridge. um another sort of quite easy one to predict here so I've gone five points to Kylo O'Reilly here.
1: Yeah, I've gone for six for Kylo O'Reilly, I've given it the
0: full
1: six. Um yeah, um, I can't you know, see um
0: yeah. Ridged getting the victory here over no, O'Reilly. I can't. especially with um there's a lot of sort of momentum behind O'Reilly after his impressive showing against Roderick on T V last week so
1: Yeah um, he's really uh yeah he's really impressive. so mm. yeah, I'd be really, really surprised if you know, if Andy Reach won. no, you know, there's no disrespect to Andy Reach, but I think O'Reilly's in a much better position. You know, with the fans, and he's, you know, much, you know, he's far more over with the crowd. So, you know, I think it'd be silly if uh, O'Reilly sort of went out before the final.
0: And then we have the final, which will be the winners of those five matches in a six-way elimination match. Um, we can't really do the usual system here where we do confidence points so the way we're going to do it this week is we predict the winner and if we get it right it's sort of like a bonus 10 points just because you know it's such a difficult um choice to predict really because you got to predict who's going to win the five matches and then who's going to win the the main event so i've gone here Kyle riley uh, just because i can see them doing a battle of team richard style match um I think he'll put on a great match against Davey. I don't think it would be a an night pay-per-view or the TV show. It'd be a, sort of a, a big sort of house show like Gloria Barner or something. I think it'd be a good way just to sort of put on a fantastic match. He wouldn't win, but I think it'd just be a good match to see.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good reasoning behind that. I've I've gone for Roderick Strong. Um, if, you know... if just looking at the names i don't think i'd have gone for strong but then when i worked out my final six Mm. i mean i've got o'reilly which as you know as you said i think you know i think that'd be a good idea but i'm not sure if they 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 think he's ready for that sort of thing yet um the the briscoes i don't think they're going to be getting a tag you know a title shot anytime no no.
0: um
1: eddie edwards you know he's got his title shot coming up and i don't think they're going to be wanting to do that again no was you know wrestling's greatest tag team or even? I'm oh, sorry, that's not in the. Uh, no, it's right. not in the tournament now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, it is. It is a tough one, um,
0: but the, the my sort of reasoning is survival of the fittest isn't sort of televised. I doubt they're going to recap it on the TV show or mention it on i per view. So it's not really sort of like a huge focus on it. I know it's still important because it's getting a title shot, but by not like put, doing it on a pay per view or something, it's make. It's more of an opportunity for someone like O'Reilly to get a title shot. But with someone like Strong he doesn't really need to win this to get the title shot. I mean, the way the T V show's going, it looks like, um, as you said last week, if he wins his open challenge that Strong will be the next contender.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean I just I haven't got a clue who's gonna win it. Um <laughs> I mean, yeah, as said, there's there's good reasons for For everyone, you know, most really. The, yeah. Most of the guys, yeah. So mm. yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see who they who they go, you know, they go with it. I mean Whoever wins that that four-way match, you know, Algin, King, Cole and Champer. I think, you know, whoever wins that has got a decent chance. I mean, Champa or Algin, especially. Yeah. I think both of them have got a decent chance if they win that. So, yeah, I mean, based on and solely on what I've worked out with the guys I've got and, you know, I've gone for Roderick Strong, but... I wouldn't say I was confident at all with that, so yeah, it's <laughs> I'm, not expect, I'm not expecting the 10 points for that one.
0: You watch John, he'll somehow get all max points again. Yeah, he'll
1: so go he... Andy Ridge over O'Reilly, and he'll give Andy Ridge the 10 points, yeah. <laughs> he'll win.
0: He somehow got some ROH insiders. Giving Maybe him he's on the,
1: the booking committee or he knows how to speak delirious language.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just just going back to what I said there about the tournament not being on TV or pay per view do you think it should be? Do you think they should sort of hype up the importance of this tournament on the TV show or anything?
1: Um, yeah, I I think because it does feel
0: like a separate entity at the moment.
1: Yeah, it does. I mean, I'm sure they will, you know, once they know who's won. I'm sure they will, you know, mention it on the TV show. But but will they? They didn't mention ladder war. No, but I think that was sort of. I know it was after the TV show, but it was sort of still before sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I think I think I think they're definitely. Um, maybe they might even do it in one of the inside ring of honors, something like that, sort of. So, oh uh,
0: yeah, the history of the tournament and yeah, this year's winner or something. Yeah, they could. That's a good point. I, th- I think they'll probably use that
1: for, for survival of the fittest, and I think they'll say who who's, who wins. Um, it'd be interesting but, to see where it goes. Yeah, I mean whoever wins, yeah, it would be interesting because I think I'm right in saying that Eddie Edwards was the is the only guy so far to have won survival of the fittest and actually won with his title shot.
0: Could be, yeah. I think John would be the best one to know if that's right, but he's uh, yeah I'm, not here. I think that's another ten points knocked off John. Yeah, so not showing up answering <laughs> that question.
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure that that is true because mm. I mean, there's been so you know so few total changes. Um, that yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. So mm. uh, you know, even if whoever wins, they're not guaranteed the you know not guaranteed the title. Not unlike something like Money in the Bank, where basically whoever wins is going to win the title in six yeah. or some sort of thing. Mm.
0: Okay, so that wraps up the preview of this year's Survival of the Fittest. We're now going to talk about the latest Ring of Honor news, which you can always find every day at ROHWorld.com. We've recently got a new uh, news editor, so we're getting all the latest news put up on the site even quicker than before, as well as all the exclusive interviews and features that you've come to know and love from the website. So uh, the first bit of news is the results from the Collinsville show which took place on November 6th. Um, I'm just going to do a quick run-through of what happened. If there's anything you'd like to discuss, Stephen, just uh, cut me off and we can talk about it. um, Obviously, without seeing the matches, there's little we can comment, but for those who didn't read the results, I'll just quickly go through them now. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa defeated Andy Rightleg Ridge. Um, He was originally scheduled to face Delirious, but that was um, stopped by Ring of Honor due to a claimed conflict of interest. But correct me if I'm wrong. Delirious did actually come out and chase off Prince Nana and the, the embassy from ringside.
1: Yeah, so he, he did. did.
0: He didn't wrestle, but he did make an appearance. So perhaps yeah, I'm not he, sure.
1: I was thinking it was an, an injury because perhaps he was injured.
0: If he can't compete, but he can make an like interfere.
1: Yeah, maybe he had a bit of like an arm injury or something. That mm. yeah, we
0: don't we don't know. But um, no, I was sort of, I was looking forward to that as well. I mean, but the way that he he he, he, he came out leads me to think they are going to do that match somewhere down, yeah, the down the line when he's better yeah um jay briscoe defeated tj perkins um steve carino and jimmy jacobs defeated the brotherhood brothers um there was no appearance from kevin steen here um michael elgin defeated grizzly redwood what a shock um <laughs> wrestling's great tag team defeated future shock which was for the um, tag team titles i'm sure that was a, a great match a lot better than um the latest main event uh
1: yeah
0: miss chief i hope i said that right defeated mir yim um, a women of honor match, Stephen.
1: Um, I know. <laughs> I'm My sure favorite.
0: your favorite. Yeah, I don't think we'll get into uh, another discussion. No, about I don't women think.
1: we <laughs> um, no, we should make it a weekly, weekly segment on the podcast.
0: Where you just get angry about the thought of women of honor. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we, get... we definitely need to get Dave on one of
0: these because. Yeah, because um, if you haven't He's... checked the site, Dave did a um, a two part article talking all about women of honor, and it got it was really popular. So he put he did put some good points in
1: there. Yeah, he but... did. Yeah, it was a.
0: Yeah, they were good articles. Mm. Uh, Jay Lethal defeated Mark Briscoe, which I believe was a proven ground match, so um, Mark yeah. Briscoe won't be getting a TV title shot. Um, El Generico defeated Mike Bennett with a uh, dashingly brutal Bob Evans at ringside, um, which is quite a surprise, because I'm pretty sure we all predicted Bennett was going to win. Is that right? Apart from John. Oh, John with his magical, everything right. magical results so from Delirious been, or something. Since
1: we did it, did 20 points. <laughs> it's going
0: up every five minutes. even though bennett lost the match he did actually um after the match beat down on generico so looks like there might be a little rivalry continuing here or they just wanted um some momentum still behind bennett after his loss and then the main event which was quite a surprise to me the or express defeated the american wolves um and after the match richard put over um or not express saying that they're they're now the team to face the ring of honor um could this be the big win that they need that we were talking about last week?
1: Oh, I hope it is. I mean, I mean actually, I know we, we just discussed it last week that they just they just seem to be a little bit off. I'm not sure mm. I'm Not sure it was, but I mean I, huge I know huge like this yeah yeah, I know the ring won so I really like making it out to be a massive win. so hopefully the you know hopefully the fans will be uh you know be, be more behind them because I think they deserve it because they're just yeah. over so in the ring and in my opinion, they should be the next uh, tag team champion. So, yeah, hopefully that win can sort of just push them over the over the edge a little bit and they're going to give them, hopefully they'll give them a run with the, uh, the belt. Uh,
0: the next bit of news is that two Proving Ground matches have been announced for Southern Defiance, which takes place on... Stephen?
1: Southern Defiance and uh,
0: Southern Defiance...
1: 4th and 3rd of December, I believe.
0: December 3rd, it takes place. Sorry about that, Yeah, 3rd
1: yeah, and and the 4th is the... Yeah, um,
0: Northern, Northern, Northern aggression, aggression, that's the one. Um, yeah, for Southern Defiance, they've announced uh, the House of Truth, Roderick Strong and Michael Elgin versus Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team in a proven Ground match. And they've also announced our friend of the podcast, TJ Perkins, versus Jay Lethal in another proven Ground match. Um, both of those sound good. Um, I'm not sure. We can perhaps do predictions here. Just a quick idea of who you think would win these. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, how about the tag team match with House of Truth and Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team?
1: No, I'm not. I'm not sure about that one. I think Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team will pick up the win just because. Mm, I can't I see mean, that.
0: Strong and Elgin getting a title shot.
1: No, I mean I think I think that make a good team, but it's just coming into final battle with their big, you know, big match against the Briscoes. I don't think they're going to be wanting to lose uh a match Lo- yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. And then we've got TJP versus Jay Lethal. I would like to see TJP win because I think he'd mm. be a good sort of TV contender. I know Bennett is probably going to be the next champion, but it, mm, I don't know actually. Maybe time limit draw. They love to do that when <laughs> lethal's involved. Yeah, I wouldn't
1: but, be surprised. What, what do you ex- think? No, yeah, I'd, I'd really like TJP to get a uh, shot actually, but I'm
0: not sure if they will. Um, because if he would, if he were to win this, he'd get a title shot. Is it next 90 days?
1: Yeah, and then so, day.
0: if our prediction's right. His top shot would be against Bennett. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that he'll, he'll. I don't think any of the, the champions will be losing proving grand matches before final battle. To be honest.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Unless there's interference. No, no. we're just thinking of interference. It's like with TNA bookers or something. I know. Yeah. Um,
1: good job. The uh, the uh, booking committee don't think like
0: this yeah they don't listen to us yeah please do not listen to this podcast if you book ring of honor you'll get awful ideas (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: uh then we've
0: got for glory on 10 which takes place uh november 19th which is eddie edwards versus kyler o'reilly um which should be a good match um i think edwards will get the um victory here you know just heading into final battle i can't see him losing but it'll be like the um Match with Roderick Strong a couple of weeks ago. It would just be he'll look strong in defeat. What do you think?
1: Yeah, exactly what you said. I think you know they'll put on a a great match. There's a bit of uh, sort of heat between them, so hopefully that'll uh, that'll add to it and the fans can get behind it. But yeah, well I won't be expecting Edwards to lose, but yeah, it should be uh, yeah it should be really good, and uh, hopefully we get to see that one.
0: Okay, and that wraps up the uh, latest news from the past week. Uh, you, as I said before, check out rohworld.com during the week and you can get all the news as soon as it's announced. Uh, we're now going to discuss some spoilers from the latest TV tapings. We've got the full results of the TV show itself, which covers four weeks, and then there's been a big match announce of Final Battle. Um, speaking of Final Battle, if you head to rohworld.com slash final battle, um, we've recently debuted our own microsite, which has the full card and details on how to order the event. So if you like to check that site out, share it on Twitter and Facebook and uh, we'll update it as soon as more matches are officially announced and if you're not if you don't want any spoilers don't worry there won't be any on the final um, finalbattle site. Um if there are any spoilers on the website they are clearly tagged just to make sure people don't accidentally um click on them. Um, if you don't want to hear the spoilers we recommend skipping ahead in the podcast about 10 5 10 minutes um and then, because at the end, we're going to do some topics that you've um, you sent in on Twitter and Facebook to us. So, uh, we'll see you in a bit if you don't want to avoid the spoilers. Otherwise, we'll move on to the uh, spoilers from the TV show. Um, I'll just find it, one second.
1: <laughs> Very professional, yeah.
0: Very professional. Okay, here <laughs> we go. I can't remember them all off the top of my head. Okay, um, same thing as last time. I'll just read through <laughs> what happened. And then, if you've got any thoughts, just stop me and we can um, talk about it. Uh, Mike Mondo defeated Alex Silva. Um, I believe he was the one who wrestled Champ a, a couple of weeks ago, is that right? Yeah, he was, yeah. Um, and Mike Mondo was big. Mike Mondo, I really hope he doesn't do a promo before this match, <laughs> because if you haven't seen that, it was like the worst promo of all time. It was truly dreadful. Um, Mike Bennett defeated Jamin o- Olivencia. I really apologise for butchering your name. Um, I'm sure it's just sort of like an up-and-coming star. Just another squash match there for um, Bennett. Uh, Davy Richards defeated Kylo O'Reilly. Well, there goes my prediction about them saving that for a title match, so I, I think I might have to change my prediction there. But, oh, you uh, can't do
1: that now. Uh, <laughs>
0: um, Davy said it would be an American Strong-style match, apparently. Um, and Truth Martini was also on commentary, which I'm sure... Oh, that's not a
1: really, really, really freaky gimmick match.
0: I really hope not. Um, the Briscoe Brothers... Def- Oh, fought uh, Coleman and Alex, Alex, Alexander, <laughs> Alexander to a no contest. Um, I'm just trying to double-check it. Okay. Wrestling's greatest tag team interfered with chairs, similar to best in the world, and ended it in a no contest.
1: Oh, bit they bit... have been listening to us with the interferences. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, a bit strange. I, I, you'd think Briscoes would just sort of destroy them to make them look strong for the um, final battle match. Uh, anyway, Michael Elgin defeated um, Rafael Constantine and Sean Casey,
1: which is these, a handy These names aren't being very nice to you this evening, are they? <laughs> I know,
0: I swear these are made up by whoever wrote this article, which was you, just to make me slip up on the podcast.
1: <laughs> no, because before I've just put Squashed A Driver.
0: Which isn't really good, is yeah, it?
1: I, I did my research this time and managed to find the
0: name. So. <laughs> but um, he won with a double spine bruster on both guys, so... Even in a handicap match, it's a good sort of way to put him over. Um, ROH TV title match: Jay Lethal and El Generico fought to the rarely seen instant classic that is the time limit draw. <laughs>
1: um,
0: we've talked about this several times. We're really not fans of how many times they keep doing this, but um, we'll see how it plays out on TV and we'll comment to, comment to about it then.
1: Because mm, the last one that they did, it wasn't too bad because they, no. yeah, there, there was a reason for it and they followed up with it. I just hope they don't use it all the time and you know they just do it for the sake of doing a draw
0: yeah uh Tommaso champa defeated oh my god shiloh jones oh he was on the this week's show wasn't he against yeah again uh the young bucks defeated future shock Should be a good match that was a rematch mm. from best in the world um caprice coleman and cedric alexander defeated the bravado brothers so um uh, double duty for coleman alexander there not sure if mm, that was not <laughs> sure if that's a good thing, uh, based <laughs> on their match with the rest of his great tag team. But and it looks
1: like the bravados have sort of just been squashed a bit now. and they were getting yeah, like, they
0: uh, I was impressed at the Yeah, they were the getting momentum
1: behind them and they were sort of I think the fans were really getting into them and then mm. they lost um you know, they lost to Carino and and Jacobs, which I thought was a bit of a strange one, and now they're they're losing again to, you know, the a team that have basically been you know, just completely come out of nowhere and fell oh, yeah, to and the press been, at this point. Yeah, and they've been buried on commentary, so it's, it's not a great sign for the Bravados. I'm not sure where they're going to go from there.
0: Um, TJ Perkins defeated Chris Silvio. Um, there's been a lot of these sort of squash matches with unknown names, which leads me to think they're going to go with the format of the three match things from last year. Yeah, they're, they're, I know there are like.
1: a lot of matches, weren't there? Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, quite a, maybe three of the four will probably see three matches.
0: Uh the Ornot Express defeated Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team, which is a huge win there, but uh it was due to interference by the Briscoes. Um perhaps this will air before um, Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team interfere because it'd make more sense that the Briscoes interfere and then Wrestling's greatest tag team respond by interfering instead so yeah. of the other way around. Um Eddie Edwards defeated Andy Rightleg Rich and Davey Richards <laughs> defeated Michael Elgin. So, um, that's going to be four weeks' worth of TV show there. I'm not sure specifically when that starts. Do you know? Uh, is it two more weeks of the past tapings to go, and then it swaps to these? Is that correct? I think it might be just one week, actually. Okay. Well, anyway, yes, yeah, so they taped four weeks' worth of shows there. Will that take them up to Final Battle, then? Uh, yes, it, Yeah, it will, surely. Or is there another TV taping to go before Final Battle?
1: No, I don't think there is, no. No, of course not, no.
0: Okay. Uh, Well, what I missed from the spot is there is probably the biggest news and what everyone is talking about. is the um, huge match announced for Final Battle. It will be Kevin Steen versus Steve Carino um, with Jimmy Jacobs as referee and Jim Cornette at ringside. Um, If Steen does somehow win, which he probably will, hopefully he will anyway, um, Steen will be allowed to return back to Ring of Honor. But if... Uh, Karina wins. Steen is gone forever. Um, what are your thoughts on this match, and what do you think is going to happen?
1: I was really pleased when I found out it had been been announced. Um, mm. You know, I've said it, Tom, before. He's just Kevin Steen's too good not to have on on the show. Yeah. And um, you know, I fully expect him to to win. Uh, I, I, you know, I expected some sort of heel turn, maybe from Jimmy Jacobs, because he's been special referees we yeah, we we um, thought
0: that before yeah that i
1: don't jacobs know if that's will... going to be too obvious yeah i uh, was
0: thinking that is because we predicted before that jacobs had turned heel but now he's referee it just seems too obvious yeah
1: maybe even i don't know if they'd go for the for a carino turn um, well, it'd
0: be silly because how would they do that finger poke of doom i
1: mean <laughs> maybe yeah but it'd
0: be silly if they had a huge match then he turned heel at the end like It'd have to be Jacobs or Cornet, which would be confusing. But
1: yeah, I was thinking Cornet. That that'd be interesting. But
0: maybe there'll be a run-in by the lawyers. They'll sort of pull the faces <laughs> at ringside and distract <laughs> Carino so Steam can get the win or something.
1: Yeah, maybe it definitely work.
0: Um Yeah, uh, Steam was actually in the arena as well for when this match was announced. So he was actually on the TV show itself and I believe
1: a... he was with the lawyers as well. So hopefully, oh. he'll be on the TV show again.
0: Hopefully, yeah, we'll just see constant. Uh, close-ups <laughs> of their faces as they react to the match being announced <laughs> uh, that wraps up all the spoilers so um, hopefully if you didn't want to hear the spoilers you managed to skip to this point right now um, we're now going to do some topics that are sent in by our listeners you can do that by emailing us to uh, contact at rhworld.com. we're also on twitter which is uh, at roh underscore world and we're also on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash RHWilt. And I think Stephen, once again, has the list of all the questions.
1: I do, yeah. Um, this first one is sent in by Macklin on Facebook. He says, Hey guys, I was just wondering, do you see, as I do, Jacobs turning on Karina at Final Battle? And we have just spoken about that. As someone who is attending the show, I'd love to see Steve and Jimmy form a Mega Hill faction, possibly a new Age of the Fall. Um, um, I think. That's one. <laughs> I mean. It, I would have definitely said yes if he wasn't
0: referee, but the fact he is, it just makes it seem too obvious, and that unless they're doing that to make people sort of not expect it, I don't know. I really don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just seems too obvious, doesn't it? Like, this sort of, and Ring of Honor, when something's really, really obvious, they tend they to sort of steer away from it, just to sort of confuse people. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd like to see that. I mean, I think, you know, Jimmy Jacobs and... uh uh, Tyler Black when they you know when they're age of the four I thought that was you know that was really? really good and uh, yeah I mean Jim, Jimmy and Steen you know both sort of evil characters and uh, I, you know as we said I think we definitely got to expect some sort of of it won't just be a clean
0: standard finish here definitely.
1: no I, mean, I don't think you, have, you know I don't see how it could be I mean maybe the lawyers could get involved maybe they could storm the ring and <laughs> and do something but I think eventually someone's got to sort of Someone, you know, someone inside Ring of Honor, whether it's Jacobs or Karina or somebody else, has got to sort of turn and align themselves with, mm,
0: with Steam. Yeah. But I would have liked to go the route that you said about, like, who was letting Steam in the building and things like that. Where yeah. It was like a mole and you have to figure out who it was and it turned to be Jacobs. I think that would have been a good idea, but obviously they've not gone that way. I know, I'm interested to see how, you know, how it pans out here.
1: Mm, I, like, I like the way they're sort of building up Final Battle as not Kevin Steen's, you know, event, but he seems to, ev- you know, all the major things you're currently seem to happen at that event. I mean, 2009, mm-hmm. he turned on Generico, 2010, they had that amazing match, now 2011, he's sort of going to, well, possibly get, get back, back in the company. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be anything like the, you know, Undertaker's WrestleMania streak, but I think that you know Kevin Steen will become synonymous with with Final Battle, and mm. I think mean, we can expect sort of a big match between him and somebody every every year at that event. Yeah. Uh, one the first of the of the Twitter um, topics is um, in the same uh, category really. I mean lots of uh, talk about uh, this one. He it just says um, this is at Mike F L L. That's M I C F L L. Steam Karina at final battle. Wouldn't it be the bloodiest fight without honor match RRH has ever seen?
0: Can you get more bloody than
1: Steam and <laughs> Generico? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I remember that match. I mean, Steam sort of bled after about thirty seconds, didn't
0: yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll be bloody, but I
1: don't think it'll be as,
0: as bad as previous ones.
1: No, I don't think it'll be that bloody. I think it'll just be a complete brawl, and I think yeah. just... yeah, it's going to be definitely be something special. And I think there's definitely going to be. A few weapons involved. Mm. A couple of tables, probably.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: the next Twitter is from mm. at WH WHStu, who I think he missed uh, last week, so I'm glad he's there. Uh, he's back with another topic. <laughs> um, what current ROH worker do you think will be a future single star? After seeing him live, I say Adam Cole, who is a champion CZW. Um, um, I'd, yeah, I mean, uh, Cole was, I mean, I've seen Cole live as well, and you know, he's, he's really good. I mean, I saw Cole and O'Reilly as a tag team, so mm. I mean, both both are really good. Um,
0: yeah, I think both of those could definitely be huge sort of single stars in ROH in the future.
1: I think definitely Cole. I think Cole sort of got the look, and I think he's a bit better on the promo side sort of thing as well. Mm. Um, And then, obviously, you've got Bennett. I think he's probably a bit obvious to say.
0: Yeah, Elgin, Champa. That's yeah. obvious ones, really. Little Bob. TJP, possibly?
1: Yeah, TJP. I think people sort of... They don't realise how young he is still. I mean, mm. I know the Ring of Honor site said he was fourteen, but <laughs> uh, he's uh, so not he that says He's the young, you know, youngest veteran in the business, and he's just he's done so much yet. He's, I think, is he twenty? He's twenty six, he? I think twenty seven. He's
0: he's really he's young, definitely. Yeah, so he's yeah, got for... a huge career ahead of him.
1: But then everybody in Ring of Honor. I mean, well, when they bring up the top sort of the tailor tape before every match, everyone just seems to be, you know, 25, 26, 27. and it's just it's so refreshing from seeing guys 50 60 party, like, 70 sort of thing. each other with stupid objects you know the promotion
0: yeah uh
1: next uh, question this is from at somebody at john shoe 89 i'm not sure who that guy is. Uh,
0: I, I don't know if i have to mention his name anymore no, i think he should be like
1: Cohen's team we should just blur out his name i think
0: he's on minus 50 points now after sending <laughs> in a question i don't know what, he why, why, where less... is he? If he he can send Ugh. in questions but he can't appear on the podcast
1: what is this i don't know from at star 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 <laughs> says, who is the best ringer winner world champion in the promotion's history also does denim dave have a fan club
0: um denim dave Sorry, denim does dave. not have an official fan club i can confirm that um is he sent a question in this week? He regularly does. He has, yeah. Oh, he has? Okay, we'll get to that in a bit.
1: Um, I don't know why he's having a fan club. He just, he just sends in questions. Uh,
0: what is the... What was it? The best champion... The best
1: thing ever. of champion in the promotion's history. Oh, it all depends what you mean by best. I mean... That's tough. I mean, there's so many...
0: So many guys, really, isn't there? Uh,
1: um... I mean, I've... I'd say of ones I've seen that, you know, I've seen most of their matches and that I enjoyed them, I'd probably go Tyler Black because he was sort of... It's hard to say
0: when there's people like Punks, Mojo, Austin Aries,
1: Ryan
0: uh... Danielson, Nigel McGuinness.
1: Homicide, uh, Takeshi Morishima, who else was there? Xavier, I think. I think he was champion. Jerry Lynn was briefly uh... Yeah, Jerry Lynn I, I I never really saw much of the Jerry Lynn. Uh, no, I didn't either brain. Um I mean yeah, in personally after the matches I've seen, I'd I'd probably say Tyler Black because I think for some reason people sort of they weren't behind him as much as they should have been in my opinion. I think mm. they sort of they refused to sort of pull the trigger on him quite a lot. Mm. So um I mean uh, who who would you say? It's tough just because of the the
0: names I listed out, like Punk, McGuinness, and I don't think I can narrow it down to one. It'd just be.
1: Mm, I, I, and cool. I'd i say Nigel would have to be up there as well, I think. Mm. He was just, you know, some of his matches were so good. Um. Right, thanks for that, John Shrew ADR.
0: Yeah, hopefully he'll actually show up next week instead of <laughs> any questions. So, um, i yeah. him collecting his huge contract that he gets to be on the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, at Joe Ditmar, he says, "I see Champa as the next likely TV champ over Bennett." What do you guys think? Ooh, ooh! I think the TV title is just so open. I mean, I mean, the, the world title there's only realistically a few guys that can win it. Yeah, but, the TV has so many names. I, mean, I think Lethal will be. I don't think he's going to be holding it for much longer. For
0: no, because he can move up, as we
1: said. Yeah, to the world I, think, title I mean, you got Champa Bennett. Even yeah, even guys like it has to be DJ Bennett. Maybe, just. Um, just... Just the way Bennett's
0: been built up on TV, and as John said last week, his gimmick fits in so well that he'd be the champion of television. That he wants to be yeah, the superstar.
1: And I suppose whoever you go with out of them two, what's the other guy gonna do? Because they're not gonna feud with each other because they're both heels, aren't they? Oh they're yeah. Just... I mean, if one, I suppose if one guy gets the title, the other guy's got to sort of have a feud with somebody. Take a back
0: seat for a bit, hasn't? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I definitely think I definitely think Bennett. I just as oh, you say, yeah,
0: just the way it's been going on TV it, and.
1: You know, I think Prince is brilliant, but I think I'd have to give the edge in the managerial stakes to, you know, Bob Evans. <laughs> uh,
0: what's the uh, next Twitter question?
1: This is from at Greg Blanco 91. He says, talk about the evolution of Debbie Richards since he began in Ring of Honor. How can I listen to it? <laughs> Excuse me, shouldn't, maybe shouldn't have included the last bit. I think you wanted a link to the how to listen to the podcast. You can okay. listen to them on iTunes. If you just, yeah, the...
0: iTunes. If you just search, R... actually, why are we That's explaining it?
1: I'm pretty <laughs> sure if they're... they're listening to this, then they'd already know how to listen to it.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, the evolution
0: of David Richards.
1: Um... When he first came in, I think he was somebody's protege. I think it was.
0: I really don't know to be honest on this i think this would I'm be sure was, john's more the
1: japanese of... guys um and then i know he joined the no no remorse core um that was sort of uh i'm sure there was the three of them i think it was was it him rocky romero and i think it was Roderick strong as well I'm really uh, sure <laughs> and then obviously he john yeah you know, him and eddie edwards sort of joined as a team i think that was really the start of his rise. I mean, even, you know, in the NERA school he did, he was really good, but I think the you know, the, the American Wolves sort of built both guys up so much that I think, yeah, I, I think that was the key part of his ring career, the start of the Wolves, and, you know, he's just, he's just evolved since then. I mean, and for the last two, you know, two years, everyone's been saying that he should be next world champion, and, mm. you know, he finally is, because, I think it was just inevitable, really. I think everyone expected him to be champion, but no one really expect you know knew when he was. I mean, everyone thought he was going to be last year at Final Battle, and it just yeah. didn't happen. after that, you just thought, you know, is he going to win it? And then it was the whole and you know, the whole um, he was going to retire, wasn't he, at the end of two? Oh yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And that that sort of you know it, it just came to a point where you thought. Devin Richards can't retire without being Ring of Honor or champion because he's, mm. you know, he's he's one of the guys that you think of when you think of Ring of Honor. So
0: yeah. And you probably don't remember this, but a while ago you wrote an article, Rise of the American Wolf. I just found in our archive. So if you Google ROH World, Rise of the American Wolf, or check out our archive, I'm sure you can find a an in depth look at the history of Richards, which um, Stephen wrote up and probably forgot completely. It was article 101, and we're now at 195, so it was a long time
1: ago. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I did write that, by the way. <laughs> oh, didn't you? I'm pretty sure that, I think that was Dave. Oh, <laughs> many apologies, Dave, sorry about that. Because that was before we had the, we've now got the snazzy uh, written by graphics, haven't we? Yeah. That yeah. was pre-snazzy graphics, but yeah, oh, I, I think the credit for that should go to Dave. Oh, sorry about that, but
0: yeah, the article is on the website, yeah, I mean, was, it's uh, a, good, uh, a good look at the um, rise of Daisy. De- 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 De-
1: it was Kenta, one, the Japanese wrestler, okay. that had him as his protege. Okay. Also, Dave says. If that's wrong, blame him. <laughs> What's the uh, next question? Um, next one from oh, is from at T Nelson nineteen sixty seven. Was this an eight. email? Yeah, he says, "Why are some Ring of Honor fans negative towards Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team?" Um, I, I've
0: not noticed this. That I don't really go on message boards that often, but I haven't received any sort of negative tweets about them. No, anything. I don't think.
1: I don't think anyone's sort of negative towards them. I just think... I don't know. I, I don't think they've been that impressive on the, on the TV show. No,
0: no. The promo's definitely haven't in the match. Yeah, the promos have been
1: quite poor. Um, I mean, I don't really remember much of their stuff from like, WWE. I mean, Benjamin was never a great promo guy, but I, I'm sure he was better than what he is now. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, it doesn't seem like they're just into it. It just seems like... Yeah, they I don't know. To... The, the passion doesn't seem to be there.
1: No. Is it just
0: because they're former WWE names that the RH fans don't take? I think,
1: yeah, Anthony I think that's too? always well, some of
0: them, but... I mean, that's always going to be a thing, because... Sort of like a negative stigma, isn't it? Yeah, I mean... Now,
1: but. And, they, they, I mean, they're... I say they're old, but, I mean, I think Hart is about 37, and Benjamin's about 34. Mm. I mean, in wrestling terms, that's not old at all, but when you no. see other the guys in the roster that are 24, 25, I mean, they're probably the oldest two guys on, on the roster, apart from Carino, so... Um, yeah, as you said, maybe some of the, you know, maybe some of the, the drive has gone, but, you know, they've, they've put on some great matches since they came in against, you mm. know, Wolves and. Uh, well, that was
0: mainly sort of pre-TV era.
1: Like, yeah.
0: G um, shows, it seems to have sort of... I don't know, really.
1: Hopefully they'll pull out a good match at a final battle, because I think if, if the final battle match against the Briscoes isn't as good as people expect, I think people might start... Been a bit more negative.
0: Mm, I mean, um, we re- we recently asked on Twitter who is your favourite Ring of Honor wrestler, and I don't think one person said either House or Benjamin. Is no, it. I
1: think one per- Did one person say Benjamin? Maybe I, I don't know.
0: Uh, they weren't like a common name.
1: Like no, I mean, the my- main names were Generico, Steen, um, and Eddie Edwards actually weren't they? So yeah, yeah, I, I think they're one of the teams that you're you're always going to get a good match, but. I'm not sure if they're they're going to put on really 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 good matches, but. Like, mm. like you know. Yeah, it'd be interested
0: to see final battle, and see how it turns out, and see how it you know the promos and stuff continue on the TV show.
1: I mean, if you if you gave me a, a choice between wrestling's great tag team and the Kings of Wrestling, I think I choose Kings of Wrestling every yeah, time. Yeah, I
0: think I think most people would.
1: So. Yeah. So. He asked why some Ring of Honor fans have been negative towards him, and then we're quite negative <laughs> towards them.
0: <laughs> Perhaps everyone is negative; we just haven't noticed it. No, um,
1: I think maybe people just expect a bit more. I don't know. Yeah.
0: yeah. So if you've um, got any thoughts on this list, just send us in. What do you think of wrestling's great tag team teaming ROH so far?
1: Yeah, it's a good talking point, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they'll pull it, pull out a good match, a uh, final battle, though, and then we'll yeah. be negative. <laughs> and the the last one is from at Dashing Denim Dave. That's Denim Dave. I uh,
0: oh, mentioned that, by John. That
1: was referenced by John Shue89 before. Oh, yes. I'm not sure if he does have a fan club. We'll have to ask him to... Yeah. When well, next time he tweets in a, a topic, he can confirm whether he does have a fan club or not. Um, he says, Will the OVW partnership with TNA hurt Ring of Honor? I'm not sure if you've if you've heard about this one.
0: Uh, no, I have. I, I've heard. I, I know it happened, but I don't know any details. I literally yeah. saw the headline and didn't click on it, but...
1: I think it was done this week... I mean, I know OVW used to be sort of uh, like a development territory for WWE, didn't it? Yeah, and Cornette was there. And Cornette was there, yeah. Mm. Um, basically, TNA have just signed the same sort of deal where they, OVW is going to be a sort of a feeder promotion to them. So. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I'm not sure whether. I does don't,
0: ROH use some OVW guys? Yeah, I mean, a lot part?
1: of the. Basically, every guy that they've used for a squash match so far has been an OVW wrestler.
0: Okay. Yeah, uh, so it could affect them getting the talent. And even, of, these sort
1: of even the latest used. taping, they've had Mike Mundo Was it Mike Mondo and Alex Silver, and they're yeah,
0: both. Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, it'd be interesting
0: like, to see the next set of tapings. Um, how if 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 they are affected, if you know, if they can't use these OVW guys anymore.
1: I'm sure they'll be able to use the building. I don't think OVW own the building. Oh but yeah, but. Um, I, I definitely think TNA could start being. I reckon that's probably why TNA have done it. To be honest, because I doubt it. <laughs> I, think, I mean, I, not, I mean, I think it's a, a probably a good idea on their part to have because I mean, they've got a lot of wrestlers that are be good. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think you know it's a, a definite shot at Ring of Honor. I mean, maybe not a direct one, but an indirect one definitely because well, we'll see how it plans out anyway. I mean, yeah. as you say if maybe they. I mean, I don't think they'll do the next TV taping from Louisville anyway because we've, no, we've had no, we've had two ever, there so. so. But, yeah, I can't see any OVW uh, guys sort of featuring on the shows from now on. Mm. And that's that's, that's probably mm. bad news for them because I suppose TNA... Who's are going to beat up now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they'll TNA ring of Honor sort of do a deal where, you know, TNA's lower guys such as Rob Terry can... Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: and please, D- no. His promos would be worse than Mike Mondo's.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: Um, is that the last question? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the last one. Okay, uh, anything you'd like to discuss before we wrap up this, this week's show?
1: Um, no, I don't think so, no. Okay,
0: uh, thanks once again for listening, guys. Um, Be sure to give us some feedback on the show. We always appreciate it. Um, anything you liked or didn't like. How do you think the show went with two people? Um, I know we often have some scheduling conflicts, so two people might happen You know, um, in the future sometimes, and we'll try and get some of our um, other writers in as well.
1: Yeah, we, we try to get a third person on, but just it wasn't possible with the, the schedule, and because we're in the UK, we're always...
0: Yeah, we've got like American part. writers and English writers, and it's sort of confusing, trying to get us all, all on Skype at the same time. Um, so, if you w- would like to share some feedback, you can um, tweet us at RH underscore world, or use the hashtag ROHcast. Um, you can write on our Facebook wall, which is facebook.com slash ROHworld, or email us, which is contact at uh, Thanks, Stephen, for joining me. Thank you, it's all right. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Which is a promo by Mike Bennett and the uh, Dashingly... What was it, Dashingly Brutal?
1: Something like that.
0: Okay. Did you come up with that? Is that real? <laughs> I came up with
1: it. Okay, okay. Is it real? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Self-proclaimed, great. Dashingly Brutal, my bad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>